Hey everybody, it's Eric Carter Landine, the host and producer of True Consequences Podcast, and I'm asking for your help. Starting April 1st, I started the 10 Days of Jacob campaign. You may be familiar with Jacob's case if you've listened to it on this podcast. Jacob was murdered nearly 34 years ago on April 10th, 1987, and he has not had justice. The person responsible for his death was never charged. So I'm asking for your help. I need your help signing the petition that's linked in the show notes below, but also emailing or calling the district attorney of Socorro County in New Mexico. His name is Clint Welburn, and you can reach him at 1-575-835-0052, or you can email him at cwellborn at da.state.nm.us. Let him know that you would like to see Jacob's case reopened and his killer brought to justice. A template letter is also available on the True Consequences Facebook page and Twitter. You can find me at facebook.com slash trueconsequencespod or on Twitter at trueconspod. Thank you so much and I hope that you are inspired to sign the petition, to share, and to reach out to the district attorney and ask him to reopen Jacob's case. All of this is going to help put the pressure on the DA that is needed to get him to act. So once again, I am so grateful for you. Thank you for listening to Jacob's story, and thank you for fighting for justice. Until next time, stay safe. Why don't we start with you telling me about Jacob, what you remember about him. I just remember he was funny, and he liked to laugh, and he liked to poop drawers and make all the silverware fly out (laughs) and he was just a silly boy he was really smart like for being a baby he was so smart it was like ridiculous there was a little lady that lived in the apartment village I don't know if you remember but we would take a walk every day and uh, we would pray you know for God to help us to feed us and we'd take a a walk around the apartment complex by the time we got back there was a food on the doorstep every time she would bless us bless her use her to bless us yeah we got everything everything you wanted was in the bag stupid chef boyardee all the way down to the beefaronis (laughs) kool-aid Everything we needed was in that bag. And God put her there. She was our angel. She really helped us a lot. I don't know if she heard our prayer or... I, I don't know. She just came out of nowhere. But I know it was that one lady that put food on our door. He weaseled his way into my life, basically, because he was a con... He'd tell me lies about, well, they weren't lies, but he would tell me, you know, stuff to make me question your dad. You know, like, he's calling so-and-so behind your back and this and that. And I look at the phone bill and sure enough, you know, it's on there. But I didn't know he was using it to try to get me away from him. He was a pro at making himself look good and Mm -hmm. making people feel comfortable around him. Shortly after things started happening to Jacob. It was like stuff, weird stuff would happen. Like there was sunflower seed shells in his bed, in his crib. 
you know, um, he was getting hurt all of a sudden for unexplainable reasons. That wasn't it. He was terrified. He was scared. He was holding on. He wouldn't want to let me go. And I didn't understand why at all. It was just a nightmare, you know. Yeah. And I didn't know what was happening. Uh, I had a job at Supermart, and you were gone. And everything, you know, he had an operation on his head before you left, and mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure you weren't blamed, no matter what happened. And so I was at work, and my mom called me about an hour before I was going to get out. And she said, I want to go to church. What do I do with the baby? Where do I take him? And I didn't know what to do. There's no cell phones. There's no whatever. All my family worked. And I, I said, I guess take him to my boyfriend. He was, then he was my boyfriend. Take him to him. I said, it's only an hour before I get out. What can happen in an hour? My exact words. And I'll forever regret those words. And that during that hour, I have felt so uneasy. I never told this to anybody. And I was begging, begging my manager, please, please let me go home. It's not busy. You don't need me here. He just laugh at me and say, no, go do this, go do that. And so I just made myself pray and say, you have to stay. And I just made myself work, and it got a little bit busy. So I was checking out a customer. I heard the ambulance pass by. At that moment, he ran in the store. He said, Jacob's in the ambulance. I don't know what happened. I said, well, what do you mean, Jacob's in the ambulance? And he just, he said, we got to go, we got to go. And I just ran out the store. I left the customer there. I don't know what happened. I just left. If you see the signs, if your baby's scared, if they're holding on to you, they don't want to let go. Something's wrong. Pay attention to those signs. Don't leave your babies with your boyfriends. They might be good con artists and, oh, I'll watch them, I'll watch them. Don't do it. Go with your gut, you know. I felt it, and I couldn't do nothing about it because I was stuck at work. But I knew something was wrong, and look what happened. And I didn't pay attention to the signs because I didn't believe it because I've known him. I went to church with him. I went to school with him. I thought I knew this person, and I didn't at all. <laughs> 